0: Well hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. I've picked out some, I think, pretty good records today, I think we'll have some fun. I've got pianists, vocalists, a male quartet, accordionists, the usual jazz and dance bands, in short, a pretty nice variety, and I'm so glad you could be with me here today. Actually, I'm glad you're not here, literally, with me today, because uh, as you may be able to tell from my voice, I'm a little under the weather. And yes, in case you were wondering, it was my turn to dance with COVID this week. Thankfully, from the vaccine, the symptoms haven't been too bad for me, but it did do a number on my voice. Uh, You wouldn't have recognized me four or five days ago. I'm on the way upwards, uh, so if you'll pardon a little scratchiness and a little hoarseness today, I think we can still enjoy some nice records. To start off, we're going to turn to Harry Hudson and his orchestra, billed on the label of this Edison Bell radio record as the Radio Melody Boys. Made in London on or about December 8th of 1930, Sam Brown will be the vocalist on an optimistic thing called Sunny Days. I did at one point, Harry Hudson and his orchestra billed as the Radio Melody Boys and Sunny Days. That was on the Edison Bell radio label number 1427, made in December of 1930, and that's one of those little 8-inch records that were so popular over in England in the early 1930s. It's a format that I really like, even if the sound is not always up to conventional 10-inch record standards. I still think there's something charming about these little smallish 78s, and they're certainly a bit lighter and easier to store than their 10-inch counterparts. Sam Brown, once again, the vocalist on that. And it welcomes you to this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm playing 78 RPM records from the 19-teens, 20s, and 30s here today. And up next, we're going to turn to Mr. Fat Swaller himself playing one of his most popular compositions, certainly one of his most enduring piano solos. It's called Handful of Keys. He made this in New York on March 1st, 1929. Crisply recorded Decca record, number 561, made in New York on February 6, 1935. That was the Dorsey Brothers Orchestra, just before they went their separate ways, the Dippermouth Blues, a tune well associated with King Oliver and Louis Armstrong. Before that, Duke Ellington and his orchestra, probably my favorite Duke Ellington record of that era, the Rent Party Blues. That was credited to the 10 Blackberries on the banner label, number 0594. That was made in New York on January 29th, 1930. And Duke Ellington gets composer credit. It's a pretty well-worn copy. I've had several copies of that through the years. All of them equally worn. Seems a lot of people have liked that record through the years. And we started the set with Fat Swaller at the Piano in March of 1929, Handful of Keys. Well, this past week, I was listening to some acoustic Victor records of the 19-teens. I hadn't revisited those in quite a while, and came across one that caught my ear by singer Morton Harvey. He is credited on the label here as a tenor, even though he sounds to my ear a bit more like a baritone. He was born in Nebraska in the late 1800s, and his family evidently wanted him to become a preacher, but... He was more interested in the theatrical world and made his way to Chicago while a teenager or in his early 20s to perform in vaudeville and eventually onward to New York where he caught the ear of somebody at the record companies and he made a few test sides for Victor and then commenced recording commercially on the Victor label. None of his records sold especially well and he sort of freelanced for a while at Columbia and Emerson and Edison and his recording career was... Over pretty quickly, by 1917, he was making his very last record, so a career spanning less than three years. In the 1920s, he went back on the vaudeville circuit and performed around the country, and then in the early 30s, he settled in Oklahoma, where he managed a radio station for a number of years. Eventually, he moved westward to California and opened a photography studio, and it's there that he died in 1961 we'll hear Morton Harvey's very first issued record made on October 2nd, 1914. It's a song that came out the previous year by J. Lubri Hill called At the Ball, That's All. And if this is a little familiar to you, you might know it from the Laurel and Hardy film Way Out West. This is the tune that the two of them do their little dance routine to that has become so famous. This performance is a little more straight-laced than the one given for Laurel and Hardy, but I think it's still enjoyable. Here's Morton Harvey, Victor 17649, at the ball, that's all.
1: What you're missing, that tune that keeps you away. My but that music sounds so sweet, I just can't keep still up on my feet. Cause rank time music, to me it is a perfect treat, because it certainly can't be beat. When at a ball you are feeling kind of blue, listen and I'll tell you what to do. Commence advancing, commence advancing. Just start a prancing, right and left advancing. A moochie dancing, slide and light and trancing. Do the tango jiggle with a Texas Tommy wiggle. Take your partner and hold her lightly and fold her a little bolder. Just work your shoulders, tap your fingers, one well and all in the hall at the ball, at so. and left each one a reeling. The bands are playing, weighing, all displaying that rank-time moody feeling. Clouds of joy floating round the hall, a rain of happiness seems to fall. It is so entrancing while dancing at a rank-time ball, because it makes a hit with all. When at a ball and you feel somewhat blue. There's but one thing left for you to do. Commence advancing, commence advancing. Just start a prancing, right and left at A moochie dancing, slide and light and prancing. Do the tango jiggle with a Texas tommy wiggle. Take your partner and hold her, lightly and fold her a little bolder. Just work your shoulders, snap your fingers, one and all in the hole at the ball that's all. (laughs) ¶¶¶¶
2: Thunder B.B., B.B., girl is galore. No, I've lots of kisses and store, but you're the one I'm saving them for. BB, B.B., B.B., be mine. Each night you'll find them at the movies. He takes his little B.B. out, Loves us all that they don't know just what the picture's all about. He whispers, Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe be mine, Phoebe, B-B, B-B, BB, Angel Divine. When I hold your hand, gee, nature grand. Your sweet lipsy make me feel so ipsy, pipsy, beebee. I've been married before. My wife left me children galore, and you're the one I'm saving them for. Be, 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 be mine. Every Sunday we will go for a ride To the seaside We'll meet people from the east side In my liver, won't it be grand? We'll hit 60, you'll understand Oh, my Ford has a pierced arrow planned be, 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 mine
0: Vernon Dallhart recorded in New York in August of 1923, a song by Sam Coslow and Apner Silver that's called BB, spelled B-E-B-E. That was Regal 9547. Only a few months later, Vernon Dalhart would record the Prisoner's Song and The Wreck of the Old 97, and forever after, he would be associated with country music, but in the late 19-teens and early 20s, he was still that uh, tenor with orchestra, and made, I think, some pretty nice records. I really like this one, BB. Before that, Pietro Dero at the accordion, You'll Find Old Dixieland in France, introducing two other songs, I Ain't Got Weary Yet and Jada. That was Victor 18547, made in Camden, New Jersey, on March 21st, 1919. And starting the set, we heard Morton Harvey and At the Ball, That's All, from October of 1914. One other little tidbit about Morton Harvey, in 1914 he became the first person I believe this is true, the first person to record a song with blues in the title when he recorded W.C. Handy's Memphis Blues. The performance was not very blues-like in our current understanding of the idiom. It was really just a pop song, but still he's the first person to have recorded a blues. Okay, up next, I've thought we would listen to a couple of quieter things by two orchestras of the 1940s that I really like. Both of these just ethereal and and lovely. First, Elliot Lawrence and his orchestra with vocalist Jack Hunter, a record made May 12, 1946. The song is called I Know. It's Columbia 37047. And after that, a tune based on a, a Chopin piece called My Twilight Dream. It's Eddie Duchin's orchestra with Tony Leonard, the vocalist. Made in New York on October 11th, 1940. So kick off your shoes and relax a bit first with Elliot Lawrence and then Eddie Duchin. <laughs>
3: that night when first we met I fell in love with you and now I simply can't forget Oh darling body if we'd never meet again beneath those but I know that my love will follow you as the years go passing by. Oh, darling, I know, oh yes, I know that you and I will never meet again for you for you are meant for somebody else you are meant for some
4: When you come into my twilight dream In the still of the night I'm old and the man in the moon starts to be But just as my eyes Dream
0: Isn't that pretty? Eddie Duchin and his orchestra in October of 1940 with vocalist Tony Leonard, the song My Twilight Dream, which takes its melody from Chopin's Nocturne in E-flat. Well, if you're just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, a program on which I play 78 RPM records from the early 20th century. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome your comments, suggestions, or requests. I also welcome notes just to say hello and let me know where you're listening to the program from. Again, shellackstack at gmail.com. You can also reach me through the contact form on my website, which is www.shellackstack.com. While there, you can also listen to past programs in the series, look at label scans and other odds and ends that I post up. Again, shellackstack.com is the website. Okay, let's pick up the tempo now. I've got something a bit livelier from Irving Aronson's Commanders. And this one's a bit funny, too. It features vocalist Phil Sachs, and that is spelled S-A-X-E. This one was made in New York on October 16, 1928. It's a song by Charlie Tobias, Harry Tobias, and Al Sherman called My Scandinavian Gal by Yumpin Yimini. It's Victor 21778. After that, we'll slow it down just a bit with Jack Denny and his orchestra. The vocalist will be Frank Munn from January of 1927, a song called Roses for Remembrance. And then we'll step it up again with the Hi-Hatters and a vocal trio, Made up of members from the Shannon Quartet, including Wilfred Glenn, Lewis James, and Elliot Shaw, they give us a snappy thing called Wipe in the Pan. It's Victor 21835 from November of 1928. So a little handful of 1920s dance bands now, beginning with Irving Aronson's Commanders. <laughs>
5: I look up to her and she looks down on me. I look up to her because she's six foot three and though she's tall as the chimney. Oh <laughs> my young chimney, I've made love by Scandinavian gals. Oh. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Hatter's There in something called Wipe in the Pan. They made that in 1928. We preceded that with Jack Denny's orchestra in 1927, Roses for Remembrance, and starting the set, we heard from Irving Aronson's commanders in 1928, My Scandinavian Gal by Yumpin Yemeni. I want to acknowledge a couple of very kind emails that I received this past week. I heard from Glenn Ammer in Australia, who enjoyed last week's Graham Bell record and was kind enough to attach a photograph of himself and Graham Bell backstage before a concert where the two of them performed, I guess, almost 20 years ago now. Uh, A very lovely picture it was. Thank you for sending that, Glenn. And also thanks to Robert in Maine, I gather, who wanted to hear a record by Ernest Hogan, or at least a song composed by Ernest Hogan, who was one of the early ragtime composers in the 1890s. He wrote a number of ragtime songs that enjoyed popularity at the time. Unfortunately, it seems that not too many of his songs made it to commercial recordings in the early 20th century, and of those that did, I'm sorry to say I don't have any of them. So I apologize, Robert, I won't be able to play any Ernest Hogan records, but I'll keep my eyes out. Okay, let's continue now with a record. I'll play this for our friend Neil Siegel. It's the Ritz Quartet, a pretty nice male quartet that recorded on April 7th, 1927, a rather unusual song by Benny Davis and Harry Axt called Shanghai Dream Man. Uh, This must have been a challenging arrangement to make. It's Brunswick 3525. We'll follow that with Ruth Edding, something she made in New York on September 1st, 1931. It's a well-known song called guilty and then we'll wrap up the set and the show with probably my favorite buddy clark record this thing is just a masterpiece it was made in new york on march 20th 1940 or thereabout it's a song by matt gordon a lovely thing called this is the beginning of the end and features some beautiful tenor sax work by bud freeman i think jess stacy is in there on the piano Uh, just an all-around superb record varsity 8233 but starting off, here is the Ritz Quartet. Shanghai
5: Dream Man Let me tell you what that magic Shanghai Dream Man Out of the eastern sky There came an old Shanghai I'm true.
6: Is it a sin? Is it a crime? Loving you dear like I do. If it's a crime, then I'm guilty, guilty of loving. What can I do? What can I say after I've taken the blame? You say you're through, you'll go your way, but I'll always feel just the same. have loved you so long. You'll always be in my heart. Is it a sin? Is it a crime? Loving I'm
7: the beginning of the end i can see it in your eyes in everything you do no oh, you're afraid to tell me that we're through but i can tell by looking at you this is the beginning of the end you just give yourself away with everything you say and though you never told me we must part till I can read the writing on your heart. Why is it now when I hold your hand, there's some little something that I miss? What has become of the warmth in your smile? And where's that little mischief in your goodnight kiss? This is the beginning of the end i can see the thrill is gone why let it linger on why lie to me and say it isn't so for when i hold you in my arms i know that this is the beginning of the end Now when I hold your hand there's some little something that I miss Tell me what has become of the warmth in your smile And where's that little mischief in your goodnight kiss Oh, this is the beginning of the end I can see the thrill is gone, why let it linger on Why lie to me and say it isn't so for when I hold you in my arms, I know that this is the beginning of the
0: end. I'll ask you not to read anything too symbolic into my closing this program with this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> I just think it's a lovely record. I really, really like that. It's Varsity 8233, Buddy Clark, from March of 1940. It does, though, wrap up this edition of the Shellac Stack, where for the past hour, you and I have been listening to 78 RPM records from the first half of the 20th century. I had fun. I hope you did as well. I hope you found some records that you enjoyed. And if you did, I hope you might help spread the word to family and friends who might enjoy tuning in to this and future editions of the Shellac Stack. But that's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Be well. Be safe. Bye-bye.